RLCS is Cowabunga Comics, Lake Country's Wisconsin's best pop culture destination for new comics, back issues, gaming, retro video games, vinyl, and figures. Give them a call, 262-569-9999. Check them out online at cowabungacomics.com or follow them on Twitter at Incredicow. Um, they are our LCS and we utilize their deep discount mail order service to bring Oconomowoc, Wisconsin closer to us. They'll take care of you. Tell them Drew and Kyle sent you. Say hi to Eric and James from us. If you need an LCS, you can't go wrong with Cowabunga Comics. It's time once again for our winter giveaway. This giveaway is very simple to enter. Um, be a patron. So the easiest way to enter is go to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit. Become a patron at any level at our Patreon um, site, and you can do it that way. You can also enter by going to Threadless and buying some merch and tagging us in a photo of you in said merch. So if you like one of our T-shirts or hats or whatever, and you go to th- you go to comicsfunprofit.threadless.com and find uh, all our merch and like some of it, buy it, wear it. You can either tag us in social uh, with you wearing it or send us a photo of you wearing it and you're entered. So those are the two ways. Be a patron and buy merch. Um, and then you get entered in our in our winter giveaway, which is fun swag giveaways of um, photos and stickers and signed comics, um, just like our fall giveaway was. And we had five lucky winners win stuff in our fall fall giveaway so we're hoping to um, have as many entrants this time that we can give away that many again so be a patron buy merch enter the winter giveaway aloha it's jason from hawaii welcome to a special edition of the comics for fun and profit podcast in this episode i am welcoming back a friend of the podcast ringo award-winning writer ryland grant he is here to promote his latest kickstarter the peacekeepers um, this campaign starts on January 29th and ends on February 29th. That's pretty cool. That because this is a leap year. Um, Ryland, now correct me if I'm wrong. Now this Kickstarter will contain all four issues. Is that correct? Issues one through four. Is that correct? Yeah, issues one through four, and they're um, they are double issues. Normally you, you hop on Kickstarter and you're getting you know whatever a 22 page issue. Yeah. Uh, uh, so these are double issues. The first one is 65 pages. The second one is about 70 pages. So it's a ton of content. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so come pick it all up. Lots of reading, lots nice. of bang for your buck. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm going to ask you, so, um, thank you for, um, talking about that, but I'm going to ask you, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank yeah. you very much. Now I want to go over some of Ryland's backgrounds and previous works. Ryland, please, I know I'm going to try to pronounce some names in here. Jump right in. Please correct me in the pronunciation. Um, we're also going to talk about some of your um, other comics that you've written. Please also jump in and explain to listeners what they are about. So first off, Ryland, he is an ordained Soto Zen Buddhist monk. He's <laughs> a screenwriter. He has co- he co-wrote State of Conscious- Consciousness with... Um, Dirk Durkran? 
yeah, Dikron yeah, Ronecki, and yeah, uh, um, yeah, uh, Emil Hirsch joint. It, it is a, a, a sci-fi kind of mind mender. Yes. Um, that that may actually be out. Um, I I heard it might be out at the end of the month, but we're getting pretty close to the end of the month. But yeah, I would say within the next month, uh, we'll we'll see that um, probably in some select theaters and uh, and uh, you know on a streamer. But um, interesting movie, yeah, directed oh. by a guy named Marcus Stokes, is a really prolific um, uh, uh, TV director. All right. Um, directed a lot of uh, the the last season of Walking Dead. So yeah. Oh, that's going to be nice. And also too, you have also co-written Haunted Heart. Um, with for Fernando um, Turbo Turbo uh, Fernando Tureba is a uh, a Spanish director who mm-hmm. um uh won the Oscar for foreign language film with Bella Poke a few years back and so um uh yeah big uh you know big kind of artsy uh, Spanish director um mm-hmm. that film was shot um on a Greek island with uh Matt Dillon and a, a Spanish actress who's fantastic named Ida Fulch um and yeah that'll be out later this year also um but i'm really proud of that one that one's um you know that should be a you know awards contender type thing um i i I get paid mostly to write action movies but that Mm -hmm. is a um you know that's a uh a Cannes film festival uh a sort of thing that um you know hopefully hits right so oh that's gonna be nice but i remember um on your um actual um later on we'll ask you to promote your your social media platforms but I remember you were posting pictures from Greece. Those were yeah, nice. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They flew me out to, um, you know, you, you you write these movies uh, sort of in a vacuum. You're sort of imagining, mm-hmm. okay, well, this is what a restaurant on a Greek island will look like. And then comes time to shoot it. And you actually have to find the location. And then you have to, you know, sort of mold the script to the location. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that was, that was great. I mean, I spent a couple of weeks in Greece with the director and we just kind of, you know, ate you know, fresh fish right out of the sea and, and, um, and, uh, you know, bummed around Greece. And, um, and it's interesting. I mean, we, we wrote that movie like 15 years ago. It's finally getting shot, which is a, an odyssey in its own, its mm-hmm. own right. Um, but so you imagine this thing 15 years ago and, and it, in a lot of ways it can't possibly be what it's, what it was like in your mind originally. But mm-hmm. what was, what was shocking was how often, this this thing that we imagined 15 years ago we found like the exact location in greece you know um i i remember this moment where it's like we found this restaurant location and and we had written this thing where it's like oh he steps out of the restaurant onto this wooden deck and then he makes a left and he steps down and there's a chicken coop right there Mm -hmm. um again just just pulling it out of thin air 15 years ago we're on this location. I step out onto a wooden deck. I make a left. I step down, and there's a rooster staring right at me. Um, <laughs> it, was, it, it was eerie. It was almost like the universe winking at me, you know. So, um, yeah, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> that is pretty awesome. <clears throat> Excuse me. And also, Ryland has has um, worked with and written um, for J.J. Um, Abrams and Ridley Scott. Is there anyone else you want to add to that mix? Because I know you have a list. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I get paid to, to write, you know, a lot of kind of like thinking man's action movies. So mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, Justin Lin, John Woo, um, mm-hmm. uh, Luke Basson, uh, F. Gary Gray, uh, you know, Matt Shackman, who just, uh, uh, you know, directed all of WandaVision and is is doing nice. a couple of Marvel movies. And um, so, yeah, yeah, a lot of, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot of guys like that. Mm-hmm. And then also too, um, I want to mention this because, or I'm going to come because Ryan, you already saw my questions, 
Sure. And you also have competed in a dozen high-profile poker tournaments. Is that correct? <laughs> um, I got that from your Wikipedia page, so. <laughs> yeah, I think I, you know, I, yeah, I, it is on my Wikipedia page. I, I probably won about a dozen. I've competed in, uh, in, in, in a lot more. Um, there was a period when I was at the American Film Institute. Uh, you know, I, I was a directing fellow there. That was my my grad school experience. Um, mm-hmm. I supported myself almost exclusively playing poker. Um, it was uh, it was uh, a lot of online stuff uh, back then, but mm-hmm. um, LA has some great card rooms. So um, so yeah, and um, you know, I I won an event at the LA Poker Open and uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a couple other kind of you know bigger things like that. But um, it was weird. I was like right on the precipice, and um, at some point I needed to decide. Okay, am I gonna play poker mm-hmm. or am I gonna give this writing thing a whack and mm-hmm. uh kind of can't do both well um I, I i could do both uh 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 you know poorly or or mm-hmm. or or middlingly um and so i i don't know i made the uh i made the writing choice we'll we'll see how that works out now also listeners Ryan has written a um, number of comics for action lab um that was it at abherent 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 yeah, and yeah. that one it won the 2019 Ringo Award for a favorite villain. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nominated for a couple others. Uh, Writing, I think, was one of them. Yeah, best writer, and the, the best writer one was cool because I was I was nominated next to like Bendis and Jeff Lemire and um, I don't know a couple of the Hall of Famers. You know, it was just it, it was like four first ballot Hall of Famers and then me, mm-hmm. and it was really funny going to that award show because you know I had people just randomly coming up to me being like who are you, <laughs> you know, so, who is this weirdo that's in with these guys but the, yeah that, that that was a trip but uh but yeah we took one home uh surprisingly and and yeah it was good it's a it, it's a good book you know uh political action thriller it kind of um uh reimagines how our 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 military would look how our geopolitics would look if there were actually people with with superpowers running around so um and just kind of you know good bad out of the hell you know uh, fun action movie, but um, but it's about something too. You know, it's about a soldier who loses mm-hmm. his unit, and and it's about dealing with loss and PTSD and all these mm-hmm. things. And um, uh, yeah, so that that one kicks. I I, I like that book. Also, too, you wrote um, Banjack, if I remember, cor- uh, if I got pronounced that correctly. Banjacks, yeah, dark superhero noir, yeah. And then first from Source Point Press, Suicide Jockeys, yes. Yeah, that's a that, that that's a kaiju uh, uh thing, just you know, but uh. Fucking, you know, drunken maniacs who climb into armored vehicles and fight kaiju <laughs> monsters. Uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, from Immortal Studios, uh, Fa Sheng Origins. You wrote, Fa is, Sheng that, Origins. is that? Do you have two issues? Is that two issues out already? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, there there are two issues out. There are four issues done. Uh, two more to to be produced. Um. But yeah, I'd say that, that that is a wuxia kung fu comic. Wuxia is the you know uh, magical martial warrior mm-hmm. uh, uh, genre in China. Um, uh, yeah, it's a, it, it's a you know it's a badass kung fu uh, uh, book, but it's also a historical drama. Uh, it takes place in China um, right around 1900 during the uh, Boxer Uprising, mm-hmm. um, and really deals you know seriously with the um, with with the politics, uh, uh, you know, in the, in the sort of social and economical, uh, situation there, uh, in an interesting way. And, you know, again, plenty of action, plenty of ass kicking. So that's a good one. Um, yeah, that's one of my, that's one of my favorite projects. It was really uh, interesting to kind of 
get into that world. And also, too, you one of your um, previous Kickstarters that you have done is called The Jump. Yeah, yeah, The Jump is a... Um, yeah, the jump is a thriller set in the world of astral projection. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a, you know, um, yeah, kind of a born identity meets like Inception. Uh, yeah, and that's, um, you know, people love that one. High concept sci-fi and um, yeah, mm-hmm. world that we kind of haven't seen before and yeah, good stuff. Yes, because I have the first issue. There you go. Yes. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty issue. Have to get you the other two, but um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, good book, good art. Uh, yeah, Fabio Alves, who was the artist on um, on Banjax, uh, Ringo-nominated mm-hmm. artist for Banjax, uh, did all the art on that. And um, uh, Fabio is actually uh, a very active uh, astral projector. So oh. um, mm-hmm. he, he kind of brought me into that world and introduced me to some people, and I had a long look around and decided to set a thriller in it. So um, cool. We didn't Google it. You know, no, we, actually, no. we actually went out and did it. <clears throat> And then finally, the writer's block. And the writer is spelled W-R-I-T-E-R-S. <clears throat> yes, writers plural. Yeah. Yes. And the block you of pro- writers. And it's a YouTube podcast that you host with David Avalone. You guys have incredible, amazing creators that come on. You want to talk a little bit more about that, like how often? Yeah, yeah. Come on? Well, the, yeah. Well, the video element is on YouTube, um, <laughs> and it's it's cool to be able to see anybody. But we are um, we are primarily on Apple Pods. I mean, we're on, we're on all the pod dishers, but I think mm-hmm. we are, um, you know, we are, you know, fairly often we slip into the top thirty five uh, uh, po- uh, visual arts podcasts on on Apple Pods. So that that's where most of our fan base is um and yeah it's it's creators talking shop really um Mm -hmm. and 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 that uh that grew out of the pandemic Mm -hmm. um we were missing cons Mm -hmm. and they had online cons where we could go and do panels but what we missed is you know what a lot of people call bar con which is you know the creators after a long day on the floor we go Mm -hmm. across the street to the 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 bar nearby and we just shoot the shit for an hour you know and um and so you know, we got some of our friends together. I co-host the podcast with a guy named David Avalone, who um, he writes, uh, you know, he writes the Elvira books for Dynamite mm-hmm. and a bunch of other titles over there, Betty Page. And uh, um, he, but he co-created Drawing Blood with Kevin Eastman uh, of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fame. Um, and uh, uh, Drawing Blood is uh, uh, images releasing it this year. So that's exciting for him. But uh, but yeah, between Avalone and I, we have a lot of cool friends and, and mm-hmm. you know, we bring them on and we've done um, we've done about 100 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, we won a, we won a telly, we won a communicator award, nice. I don't know, a c- couple other things. So, uh, so it's been well-received. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and, and yeah, you know, it's, um, every episode we, we start with the comics business to- topic and it, it starts as a serious discussion and it usually pretty clearly takes a violent left turn off the road. And we start arguing about, you know, who was the, uh, the greatest Star Trek captain or whatever, but we've had, you know, we had Kevin Eastman on, we had Matt Fraction, we had mm-hmm. Stan Sakai, um, uh, you know, David Andrew, F. Walker. What Andrew, was that? Andrew Peepoy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've known Andrew for for a long while. He's 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 an excellent guy. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, we've you know again, uh, 103 episodes now, and we mm-hmm. usually have you know, we usually have at least two guests per episode, and so um, so yeah, it's great. It, you know, you just want to you just want to hear some creators kind of chopping it up. It's a uh, it's a good listen, and 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 it's cool now with that many episodes, you can kind of scroll through and be like, oh, 
I really like that creator, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so let me listen to this and, um, you're going to hear a lot of stuff that you don't normally hear out of people, you know? Um, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that, I think that people have their standard like interview sound bites and we, we, we try yes. to, we try to shake them out of it and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, oh, yes. and get them, j- just get them talking about, you know, whatever, get, get them talking about sports or, or, or TV or, or whatever, you know, just, uh, but, um, but yeah, interesting stuff. All right. Now, Rylan, I want to thank you very much for the preview copies of the peacekeepers. You know, I, you know, um, the first two issues, I love it. I'm not going to talk too much because I want to hold off till we start getting, till we start talking a little bit more about it in a little, little bit later on. So I just want to say thank you for that. Also, too, um, please, you know, where can listeners follow you on social media? Uh, so I am on uh, all forms of social media at uh, at Ryland Grant. So that mm-hmm. is R Y R Y L E N D G R A N T. If I assume most people are just listening, uh, you're not using the video. Um, uh, I spell it uh, because it's not a real name. My parents kind of drunkenly arranged letters and settled me with it, and so now I have to spell it for everybody. Um, it's probably down in the show notes, but yeah, go check me out there. I'm on Instagram and uh, whatever Twitter is called these days mm-hmm. uh, uh, for a little while longer, at least. Uh, Facebook, the whole nine yards. Um, but yeah, that that's the that's the best way to find me. Um, you know, I have the Amazon author page. You can pick up some stuff, but also um, if oh, you my my current uh my current one stop shop is uh if you go to the jump backerkit.com you'll find um you know you'll find everything I've done and rare con variants and signed comics and it's just a good nice. way to pick up a bunch of Ryland Grant stuff so uh that you can't get you know elsewhere I mean you, you can go to Amazon and and get Suicide Jockeys and Aberrant and Banjax mm-hmm. and all that stuff uh you're not gonna get it from me you're not gonna get it signed you're not gonna get the original issues you're mm-hmm. not gonna get the um the one of 30 uh, yeah. Rocky four uh, variant from the Ringo Awards, you know? Um, so a lot of cool stuff there. So if you, uh, if you're interested, if you're a fan, if you dig it, there's, there's, there's a lot of cool stuff to, to, to be had there. So uh, go check it out. Um, however, mm-hmm. you can also get everything right now uh, as this airs. If you go to uh, Kickstarter and you search for the peacekeepers, uh, you will find my current campaign where you can get, issues one through four of the peacekeepers but you can also get everything i've ever done uh and again signed copies and we're convariants and all okay. sorts of stuff um and uh and 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 you know i try to make each kickstarter an event mm-hmm. um you know there, there's some people go they give you a floppy and that's it i try to mm-hmm. make it a, a a a cadillac of an experience an mm-hmm. interactive experience i i i talk to everybody what do you guys want what do you guys want to see um, there are any number of ways that, uh, you can actually appear in the book. We can put you on the cover of a book and give get you a physical copy with your mug on it. Um, uh, we can put you on a wanted poster because this is a bank robbery, uh, manhunt mm-hmm. sort of, uh, uh, thing. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other, uh, really cool, uh, we, uh, there is a fictional newspaper in the story. Uh, we will make up a front page of of this fictional newspaper with anything you want in there. You know, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, you know, J- Jason Kim elected mayor of Morgan uh, of, of Morgan <laughs> County. You know, um, uh, w- with you drawn in it. Um, so it's it's really cool. You know, I mean, you can't you can't walk into a comic shop, you know, point at your favorite book and be like, I want to be on the cover of that. Yeah. Or or or, or, or I would like to appear in the pages of that. Or 
Um, so the Kickstarter is really cool and really interactive. And, and so, so get on there and check it out. And, um, and yeah, and if you have an idea, uh, on how we can do better, how we can improve it, how we can give people a great experience, let me know because I'm, I'm all ears. I'm, uh, uh, I listen. <laughs> I'm Rylan Grant and I'm listening. That is the perfect segue. Let's just jump into the peacekeepers. Yeah. What is the story about? Um, so, uh, short and sweet, uh, all hell breaks loose in this sort of quaint Northern Michigan community. When this, um, this team of bank robbers who are way in over their head, mm -hmm. uh, they sort of, they, they kill this beloved sheriff's deputy. Yes. Um, and then, you know, and then again, there is this conspiracy that was well hidden and it all just kind of unravels. And, uh -huh. uh, and our, our, our main character at the heart of it, this, uh, this detective Richard, Richard Holton, uh, is sort of tasked with sort of peeling back the layers and, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, who's behind it and the guy behind the guy and the guy behind that guy is really interesting. Uh, it's not, it's not what you think. Mm -hmm. Um, yes. mm -hmm. and, and so it's that sort of thing. And it's, uh, you know, it, it is a, a, a Fargo-esque, uh, crime drama. Uh -huh. if, if you like those kind of Coen brothers, you know, whodunits, um, uh, that's a, uh, you know, that's a good comparison. Uh, dark, quirky crime drama, mm -hmm. you know, like I said, in the vein of Fargo or No Country for Old Men. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to sort of explain it as it, it's a love letter to like case of season police dramas, like, yes. uh, like true detective and the wire. Uh -huh. Um, I am the biggest Elmore Leonard fan in the world. Um, mm -hmm. I, I am currently in the process of rereading all of Elmore Leonard's books. I did 18 last year. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. I'm into, <laughs> I'm into my first one of the year right now. Uh, so it is a, um, it's a love letter to those books and, um, and, you know, in comics, um, it has, it, it you know, has it has some some things in common with Criminal and 100 Bullets and things yes. like that, even though it's its own thing. But, uh, mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah. Because um, let <clears> me <throat> ask you this before I start talking about because one of the variant covers and then do you have the because I've seen a couple of variant covers and oh I love it. There's one you you know which I think I I think I mentioned I emailed you as like. I love that one variant cover. We're not going to hint at that. Because <laughs> you can, yeah, well, 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 you can talk about the variant covers that you saw because you actually saw the variant covers for issues one and two, uh -huh. which have already been released. So everybody's seen those. Okay. Uh, all right. uh, the 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 issue the issues uh, the issue three and four variant covers uh, you haven't seen yet. Uh, no. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, you may have because I, I sent you a preview link. But but so so maybe we keep those uh, clean. But but yeah, the uh, the the I, I am known for my variant covers. Uh, I I already sort of hinted at it. Um, uh, with Banjax and Aberrant, we um we had a lot of you know um God Aberrant. We had you can see some of them behind me maybe. But you know we had a we had like a Billy D Williams works every time kind of variant. Mm -hmm. We had a we had a uh. Uh, karate kid all valley tournament uh oh, we had God. a weekend at, we had a weekend at bernie's variant mm -hmm. uh that was very popular with you know with banjax we had a when we were in baltimore we had a wire variant mm -hmm. um we had a rocky four variant uh mm -hmm. we had a Grem we had a gremlins variant that kind of set the internet on fire for a minute um <laughs> and so uh and so yeah sort of sort of known for those and um you know kept the party going with the peacekeepers um uh yeah, we had a the issue one and two, the the mm -hmm. double issue. We had a we had a Fargo variant, we had a Heat variant, and we uh -huh. had a uh, a Point Break variant. Um, yeah. oh, so, so 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 all 
yes. all very classic iconic crime yes. movies bank robbery movies mm-hmm. uh and and so you know again we are we are sort of channeling uh we are channeling the essence of those movies with this book and so um, yes you know and 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 you know classic thing we put our characters in those movies and um and yeah so uh, if you like that sort of thing you're gonna love this so um so oh, yeah show up yeah, we we got we got a little wacky. Um, we got a little wacky with the uh, the the issues uh, three and four variants. We might as well talk about them because here's the thing: is is okay. the uh, the campaign is live right now as as this is when airing. we guess when. <laughs> yeah, so so people can just pop over to Kickstarter and see them immediately. Um, but yeah, we have a um uh we we do have a No Country for Old Men variant. Oh, okay. um, which I think is very haunting and very interesting and, and very standard. Um, I went a little bit wacky with the other ones. Um, we, I, I'm a huge Guy Fieri fan, mm-hmm. uh, yes. which, which anybody who follows me on, <laughs> on social media, uh, will know and appreciate. And so we did a, um, uh, there is a scene in, uh, in, in maybe issue three, okay. um, where a character dyes his hair. And, um, and, <laughs> and, and, and with all, with all the good drama, all good drama usually starts with a question. Uh-huh. And I, I don't remember what I was doing, but I'm like, well, what does the hair dye box look like? And, um, <laughs> so we, we, so we created a, um, we created a, a Guy Fieri <laughs> themed hair dye box called the, the brand is called Just for Bros. <laughs> it has guy on there, uh, 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 you know, with his electric, uh, and, and the color is electric yes. blonde. Um, and, uh, you know, and I think the, um, I think the slogan is look fucking sick, uh, make women want you, make men fear you, something like that. Um, <laughs> and so, so it's funny. Uh, I, I love it. It, it might, might be one of my favorite covers that I've done. R- really awesome. Oh, uh, nice. and, then we, and then we did a, um, we did a more, uh, so Morgan County is the fictional Michigan, mm-hmm community where where the the thing takes place where the, yes. the story takes place and so i did a hollywood squares variant but it, it, it's 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 morgan county squares yes and uh and and uh as as was standard in um in uh in hollywood squares there are a lot mm-hmm. of uh you know b and c and d list celebrities yes. uh i believe elf is on that cover uh david hasselhoff mr <laughs> t uh fabio uh, but not just any Fabio. Like I just got hit by a bird on a roller coaster. Fabio. Oh, is, is that a... yes. Yeah, and then we also have uh, characters scattered from the Ryland Grant verse. So, uh, so Banjax is in there. Uh, uh, Rook from Aberrant. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Denver from Suicide Jockeys. Um, oh my god. And, and, and Richard Holton, our main character from Peacekeepers, is right yes. in the is right in the center square, wondering how the hell he got there. Yeah. Um, and then, and the beauty of all those things is with the, um, you know, with the put you on a cover yes. uh, uh, option, we will put you in the center square. So <laughs> you're sitting there, uh, your your name is going to be on the, uh, you, you know, your name's going to be on the marquee, all of that yes. stuff. And so, so we can put you right there in the middle with all these maniacs. So, uh, so hop over to, <laughs> hop over to Kickstarter and get yourself put on a, a Hollywood Squares cover. But yeah, I think those are our three kind of wacky variants this, this go around. Oh God, that sounds great. Yeah. Thank you for talking about the variant covers and the you know, the variant covers for issues three and four. Um, I want to um, I want to ask you this question: How long did it take for you to bring this story to life? That's a that's a really interesting question. Uh, um, it, it's been a long time. Um, mm-hmm. so I have um, I've written in Hollywood for 
I don't know, over 15 years at this point. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like I feel like maybe I've been saying 15 years for a few years now. So mm. so I, I, I maybe don't want to stop and do the math on it. But um, uh, <clears throat> so, you know, I grew up in the Sundance you know, during, during like the, the, the Sundance movement, you know, the height of it all. Um, mm -hmm. As a kid, I saw Pulp Fiction and I said, I want to do that. Mm hmm. And I moved to L.A. to do that. And and I went to the American Film Institute Conservatory, which is where like David Lynch went and Aronofsky and a bunch of, you know, really artsy, snooty directors like that went. Mm -hmm. And I got I got my snooty art, art, artsy uh, uh, director mm -hmm. education. Um, but by the time I got spit out into the workforce, Hollywood had kind of stopped making those movies, uh, mm -hmm. at, at least in the way and 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 with the volume uh, with which they, they used to. Um, and I sort of got pigeonholed um as this you know as this action movie writer mm -hmm. um and and you know i i don't want to be the guy that that complains about getting to write action movies for a living it's awesome i and mm -hmm. and, and and i'm not i'm not a complete snob i mean you know you you uh the people listening can't see but you can see the craziness in my room and 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 the diehard stuff and the beverly hills cop stuff and the mm -hmm. action jackson stuff i yes. love those movies more than anything so so getting to getting to kind of write that stuff is great. However, I do have this other, you know, side of me. And um, I think when I, I don't know, when I started in comics, I had been writing in Hollywood for at least 10 or 12 years. And I felt like I had kind of hit a wall. Mm -hmm. um, so few movies get made. Um, there are so few things that they allow you to do in Hollywood. You know, they basically make five different kinds of movies. They want them written a certain way. Mm -hmm. um, yes. And, uh, and I got really good at, at, at writing those movies in that way. And they bought my house and all that stuff. So great. Yes. Um, but there was a lot more that I wanted to do and say. And so comics kind of gave me that opportunity. I mean, the, um, the BD of comics is, uh, you can do, you can do any kind of story any way you want to do it. As mm -hmm. long as it's good, you will find an audience for it. Yes. Um, and so, so yeah, so I, you know, I was, I had this existential crisis being like, I, I, well, I've done this for 10 or 12 years. Can I do this for another 10 or 12 years? Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm losing it. I, mm -hmm. this feels like a normal job. I might as well be like laying bricks, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I got into comics, I decided that one, I was going to do the kind of stories that I wanted to do mm -hmm. and um, that I was going to, that I wasn't going to tell a linear story and mm -hmm. A to B to C. I was going to, I was going to go bonkers. I was going to, I was going to play with experimental elements and tell stories out of order and play with structure and unreliable yes. mm -hmm. narrators and all of these things. And, um, and that was kind of what I became known for, you know? Um, uh, and it worked out really well. I was celebrated for it. And and the irony is like, I did it so much in comics that I, I, I could not do it in movies after that. And mm -hmm. my, my movie career really kind of caught fire after that because I started bringing, I, cause, cause I started throwing curveballs instead of, you know, instead of fastballs yes. all the time. Um, but but that's another big long story. But um so so the Peacekeepers um, I mean Fargo is my favorite movie. Mm -hmm. uh, you know Pulp Fiction's up there or whatever, and uh, you know Boogie Nights is another one. And uh I you know I I don't need to list my my top ten movies, but 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 movies like that. You know for, I I always wanted to do my Fargo, and mm -hmm. uh, and it's it's not easy to get that movie made in Hollywood right now. Yes. Um and so. This is a story um, that has been in my head for a long time. It's actually um, you, um, you and I had an email exchange and, 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 and you sort of noted like, Hey, it says, you know, it says, this is a true story. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's, um, you know, and, 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 and that is, um, 
That is true to a degree, you know. I mean, I, I, you know, you can just argue with the fact that, like, I think that when you put that up front, it, it uh-huh. really, it really gives the thing a gravity, yeah, um, uh, that it might not otherwise have. However, it is, um, I heard about this, this kind of bank robbery gone wrong, right? Uh-huh. Where, a cop, where a cop ended up dead, and 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 the particulars were, were were a bit different, mm-hmm. um, but that whole thing where it's like these guys who are robbing banks who probably shouldn't be robbing banks. Uh, and, um, and there's a twist to turn, something goes wrong, a cop ends up dead. Mm-hmm. And now, li- now literally every cop in the country is looking for these guys and, and, yeah. and wants their heads and, and, and this big manhunt ensues. And, um, and so with the true stuff, I kind of stopped there, mm-hmm. um, and then started asking questions. Well, who are these guys? Why yeah. are they doing this? Yeah. What, what, what are these interesting things I want to explore? Um, and I just fell in love with this world that I created and, um, and I'm, you know, I'm from, I, I, I'm from Michigan. I'm actually from Detroit, uh, you know, which is, which is a bit more of a, a, a concrete, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, jungle slash wood chipper. Um, so when I graduated college, uh, my, my, my mom and my, uh, my, my dad, and my stepmom and my sister, they moved down to this town called Crossville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, which is halfway between Nashville and Knoxville in the mountains, um uh you know and it's um it's it's a small town it's a bunch of good country folk yeah and um and life is different there you know uh uh you know a little slower uh mm-hmm. yeah. you know different different values different rules mm-hmm. uh um there are different politics uh and and, and i i don't mean it uh i don't mean a, a right wing or, or a left wing politics i mean community politics right who's in charge who has the power Mm-hmm. Um, there's a mayor, but then there's also another guy who's actually the mayor, right? Yeah. Uh, all, all of that stuff. And, um, and, and what people value there and what they think they owe each other and all of that stuff. And, and mm-hmm. that, that was really interesting, fertile ground for me. So, um, so yeah, the peacekeepers is about, it's about a bank robbery. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a cops and robbers story. Yes. Uh, uh, but it is really about this community. Right. Yes. It, it's about this small town mm-hmm. um, and we all come from a community, you know, and 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 the, the idea being that, um, you know, you throw a rock in the water mm-hmm. and 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 you get ripples. Right. And mm-hmm. those ripples affect every everyone. Yes. Uh, uh, they reach all corners. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really that kind of story. And so I think um, I think that, you know, it's it's what I always aim for is I think with this story. I, I, I write action movies for a living. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we gave my CV up front, so I don't need to repeat it, but it's like, you're going to get an ass kicking bank robbery movie for me. Oh, this yes. Is, this is the town, mm-hmm. but there's also, you know, there's, um, there are some vegetables with that meat, like in the best way, you know, yes. there's a, this is a character piece. This is a piece about community and about, mm-hmm. about all that stuff. And, um, and, uh, yeah, so I, um, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed writing it and it was something I needed to write. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited to bring it to people, you know. Because. Ryland, the one of the things I really love about. When I read the first two issues, I really love the characters, mm-hmm. you know, um, Denny and Rick, the brothers, Ricky, right? Denny and Ricky, the brothers, and also Mark and Elliot, because they're, they're also they're also brothers, too. 
And yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're talking about the uh, so 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 there's a well well there's a pair of brothers that are cops right who are <laughs> who are who are supposed to be chasing the bad guys and then and then the bad guys quote unquote uh, they're not brothers but okay. they are fr- they're, they're friends who grew up like brothers and, oh, okay. and 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 as we all know I mean we we have friends who we're closer to than our yes. actual family right and so it's that sort of situation right and and in each case it is a big brother little brother dynamic and, yes. and, and what comes with that yeah and so 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 yeah you. Hit it right on the head in your um yeah in your messages to me where it is this there is this weird mirror mirror yes. image thing going on where it's like well we all we all came from the same place and we were subjected to the same things uh-huh. and um and you know that can mean that you become a cop it could mean that you become a robber yeah. um and then and then the thing that we don't want to give away is that as you get deeper into the story it's even more complicated than that right like the good mm-hmm. guys aren't necessarily the good guys and the bad yes. guys aren't necessarily the bad guys and um and it, it very much is this kind of mirror image uh uh, uh situation now yeah. and that's what i love about it is just the mirror image of you know, Denny and Ricky, and like you said, Mark and Elliot are not brothers, but, but they, you know, but it's like they feel like brothers. Yeah, that's the thing I love about it, and yeah. what I also love about the story too is that it, it, it it's it's slowly the you know the um it slowly um it, you know it slowly reveals itself of what's what is happening, and I love it, and I love it how. Um, now, like Mark and Elliot, you know, um, Mark is kind of like, now correct me if I'm wrong, if I got this, Mark is like sort of the big brother to Elliot, but Elliot is like the, he's the, Mark is your typical macho male brother. And and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. And Elliot is the one that's like, he's the little brother. He's kind of like, no, no, I have to go visit Nana every Sunday. No, no, I. I I I I don't want to dance with you. No, no, I don't want to do this. You know, to you know, because they they are because I that the date scene um at the bar, you know, yeah, yeah. where you see both um Denny and Ricky on one side of the bar and Mark yeah. and Elliot on the other, and it's 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 just great. They don't inter they don't the brothers you know they the the characters don't interact with each other in the bar, but it's so nice to see just the the almost like a parallel of both you know both of them in yeah. the bar and it's great yeah, yeah I, I i it is the beauty of this small town where it's like well yeah i mean of course these guys would be drinking in the same bar you know and yeah. and, and, and 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 the drama hasn't really jumped off yet right yes um uh but it's like there's this community center and they're all there they're just in there's their separate corners you know they're 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 each kind of dealing with stuff and and their paths are going to cross and yes. you, can, you can kind of feel it in this loaded way yeah um yeah and it's um you know and that's a very um go back to my my, my film comparisons and my film background but it's a very robert altman thing right where mm-hmm. it's like we're we're, we're we're tracking we're tracking a lot of characters yes but i'm trying to do it in a very elegant balletic way but um but yeah, you know, you um you go back and watch watch Nashville, and it's like, well, you got all these people in this room, and this is happening in this corner, and this is yes. happening in this corner, and this is happening in this corner. We're gonna come back to the first corner, and we're gonna come yes. back to the third corner, and we're gonna um and 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 it is a high wire act, mm-hmm. um, but if you can pull it off, when you do pull it off, it's so worth it, and it, it and it's something that we're not used to seeing, like that sort of juggling, right? Yes. Um, and that's what I aim for. It's like I could, you know, I could easily just, you know, I could have two people in a room 
standing across from each other talking, but that's not very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you need that and sometimes yeah. you'll, you'll get that here, but, but I aim higher. Um, I, I, and, and, and it's great when I talk to, you know, a smart guy like you and, and you see it, you're like, Hey, Hey, I see that you swung for the fences here. Mm-hmm. And in this, in this case, I see, I, I think you, you cleared it in, in an interesting yes. way. So, uh, so that's good. Yeah. Thank you for that. Oh no, because it, what I love about it, what I love about it too, and I'm sorry, I'm just going to focus on the bar scene just for a little bit yeah, yeah. is you gave it breathing room. Mm-hmm. I got to know who I really start to get to know who Elliot is. I finally, you know, I get to know who Denny, I, you know, I get to know who Denny is. And then all of a sudden later in the story, it's like, Oh no, that's new. Oh, okay. That person's not really with Denny, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then, but also too, I get to know who Ricky is too, because, you know, Ricky's the younger brother, brother of Denny and Ricky's kind of like the, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Ricky seems to be like the straight lace. No, I got to go home. You know, I, 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 I can't book, stay, yeah. you know, I, I got to go home to the wife or, you know, I can't stay. And, you know, Denny's like, no, no, come on, man. Just, you know, so, but it, it's just, and that's the thing is it, you gave it, you gave it the room to breathe. I love the dialogue. The dialogue flows naturally, you know, and it fits the, and it fits the characters that that's the thing I really love about. It. And the other thing too, I love about too, is like you said, it gives the sense of, you know, I, I feel like it, I feel like I'm, I'm like, I belong in this community. I mean, I'm the reader, but it's just like, it just feels nice. It's like, oh yeah, this is what a, the small town would feel like, Yeah, you know, and it's just, great it really is um I also, it, it, go mm-hmm. ahead. no no go ahead oh yeah no I, I was gonna say that that's good to hear and that was that was what i tried for and you know it's uh i could have i could have done this in four issues i yeah. I, I i decided to take six uh for that very reason you know uh-huh. um uh things get really bad for these people uh yes. you know all hell breaks loose and um and i really thought that you had to know them and and really care about them before yes. all that started to happen uh 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 for it to really be effective right yes. i mean we're we're you know we're, we're used to again i i can write a 90 minute action movie where it's like you know oh you know this guy's a marine yeah. and uh and and he's got this wife and the wife gets taken and and we understand that right it's like oh well yeah if my wife got taken uh you project stuff onto it but it's like but so that's one experience that's not this experience this experience <laughs> is here are these people, here's this community, here's how they're intertwined, here's why they care about each other and how they care about each other. And, and, and even though this guy's kind of a dick, everybody loves him because he's, he's there for them. And, and, uh, and, and, and we really fall in love with this place and we feel like we're part of this place and then then we're going to take a hammer to it. Right. (laughs) And um, I'm not going to talk too much about the scene, but also too, but you know, when you talk about like, we get to know the community and everybody is, when they start, I think, um, the deer hunting scene. Yeah. Everyone is there, even including like um Denny, Ricky, even Mark and Elliot. They but when you see the huge group and you're like, okay, whoever bags so many deers, you get to win, you know, the new golf bag, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, good but golf it's bag. great, you yeah. know. Yeah, and and it's again, it's like in the beginning of the hunt, you know, again, Danny, Mark, and Ricky, they don't interact. 
But then later on in that's in the deer hunting, you know, scene, they, you know, um, Ricky and Elliot interact and it's not a, it, it, you know, it's, it's just a nice quiet moment where it's just, it's just two guys that, you know, it's just two guys. They're just regular guys yeah. you know, they're interacting, you know, and it's great, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's those two guys and it's, yeah. And, and, and they're going to, you know, again, they're going to be hopelessly intertwined later and they don't know it. Um, and even when, even when Rick, even when Rick is told that, okay, Elliot is the guy and you're going to yeah. have to go after him or whatever, he's like, wait a minute, that guy, you know, because yeah, because he, he remembers him, you know, it's like, I've seen that guy around, like not, not yeah. that guy. Are you kidding yeah. me? Um, yeah. And it's, again, it's that small town thing where it's like, you know, there's very little to do in a small town. And when there's a thing, everybody shows up for it and you see the same yes. people and you're bumping up against each other. And then when, when something crazy goes on, it's like, wow, I saw that guy at Walmart every week for yes. six years. Uh, that's the guy who's down at the bar and sits on the, uh, he sits in the corner stool. Right. Um, uh, that is how this stuff is felt there where it's like, I mean, I live in Los Angeles, so, mm-hmm. so it's, it's very anonymous, right? Yeah. Um, uh, it is a very different feel than this and, and exploring that and feeling that and making the reader feel that is, is very important. I think mm-hmm. it's, you know, I, I think it's really what this thing is about. It, it is, you talk about the characters, but there is a care, there is the character of the piece as a whole, the character yes. of the community that I think is, is as important, if not more important than, than you know denny or elliot or yes. any of these individuals mm-hmm. right yeah yes um let's see um i want to ask you and i'm not and i don't want to spoil the line because you saw my questions like um was there a certain line this is where um it's elliot and crystal they're at the overlook in yeah. issue one yeah crystal tells elliot a certain line is that a nod to Roadhouse? Uh, you know what? I I, I don't even I, I I don't even know the specific line you're talking about. Um, okay. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it because she, yeah. you know, Crystal and Elliot, you know, because she's hitting on Elliot. Elliot's like, oh, okay, no, and then she, mm-hmm. and then you know, um, and then I think it's Mark and I can't remember who he was dating. They're they're in the car. They're just humping away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's not they're not quiet. But then Krista kind of turns to him and he goes, so you want to screw? Yeah. And I was like, like, I'm reading that. I was like, okay. It's like, wait a minute. I heard this line is from Roadhouse. (laughs) Well, there's a, uh, there's a very good chance that it it is a a conscious or unconscious homage to Roadhouse. Uh, Roadhouse is one of my favorite films. So, so and actually you can see it in the background uh, right here. I'm pointing to it. This is not great radio. I'm sorry for this, but um, big Roadhouse fan, but I actually own Patrick Swayze's people's choice award nomination certificate for Roadhouse. Um, One of my more prized possessions uh uh rest in peace patrick um yes. but um but yeah big big roadhouse guy so i actually um i mean for a minute i uh i was developing uh um at silver pictures joel silver uh-huh. uh pr- producer of the original roadhouse i was developing a world of roadhouse tv series um that would have went back to uh the community the the double deuce uh, uh mm-hmm. and all that stuff for uh you know years later um but uh but yeah so um I don't know. Big fan. So, so the answer is probably, uh, yes. but I don't remember. Okay. Um, I'm going to say I am a big Roadhouse fan. It, yeah. I'm, I, I don't know, it, it, just, it just was, 
Sorry, I'm kind of going off the cuff. It was just the perfect 90s macho movie, macho yeah. man movie. But Patrick Swayze made it work because he knew how to take care of himself. But yet there was also sides of him in that movie that showed that he was a little bit, he, he, he had a sensitive side too. So it wasn't all the, yeah, man, you know, I can, you know, kick your ass and stuff. But no, it's like, but you show that he 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 took care of people, especially um in the diner where there's the um the homeless bum, you know, and you know he he gives the um the diner owner like a couple hundred bucks and he says here rent for him you know to stay the night, yeah, you yeah. know. But oh um, yes, whenever that movie comes on, uh, yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, very soulful guy. It would it would have been very easy to kind of like just cast an ass kicker and 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 you know the, the good the good thing about patrick swayze is he's i mean he is an ass kicker obviously like like yes. it, all the all, all the physical stuff is great but he, he's also you know he's also very handsome he's also a dancer so it's like so he doesn't look like a tank right yes um but then also and, and i think patrick brought a lot of this to the original movie um uh it's in there subtly but it's like this is a guy who the character has like a phd in philosophy you know that's right yes yeah yeah and he's and he meditates and 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 he um and, and he's into you know martial arts from a philosophical standpoint and not yes. just a, a a i could crush your skull standpoint um and that's really interesting you know um and and you know th that's why patrick was was the perfect guy to cast in that is is, is a guy who could you know who, who's a guy that is going to be a convincing ass kicker but also mm -hmm. a convincing like philosophy doctor right mm -hmm. um and and you you know there probably wasn't another guy uh or, or gal uh that you could cast back then that that would yeah. would walk the line like he did yeah 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 um Sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I gotta continue on because if not, we're gonna talk about Roadhouse and yeah, yeah, Point sure. Frank too long. Okay, yeah. um, one, I, oh, I can't remember if I wrote the question down, but um, I'm gonna ask you this, um, Denny, your artist, um, Davi Leon, uh, Davi Leon Diaz, yeah. You was it intentional for you guys to kind of have Denny sort of look like Keanu? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah I, I i saw that question you know i think um i actually believe that the reference that that he committed to that after a long conversation with me is that he looks more like bradley cooper in a star is born oh um, uh, <laughs> th th than anything which is kind of funny um you know more more aggressive than that we we went through a number of things i liked um I liked uh, Chris Evans with a beard. Um, oh, yes. I, I, I think that's another uh, uh, reference. Um, he became its own thing, but 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 that's a standard thing where it's like, um, you know, I, I I think you're you're kind of picking up on it. Where um, the first thing I'll do, and mm -hmm. and this is perhaps coming from a movie background, is I I'll cast the book. Yeah. You know, and 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 that stuff makes it into the script. Where it's like, um, you know, if you um if you look back at the jump, um, mm -hmm. Fabio. Fabio um is uh, uh, he needs references right mm -hmm. and so so with the jump uh the main character Thomas in the jump mm -hmm. uh, he knew he was going to need so many references for Thomas yeah that that he just ended up drawing himself oh um, so 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 whenever he needs a reference he looks in the mirror or yes. he gets the <laughs> selfie camera out and um and it's really funny um because in that book uh there is there is the the 
the what Thomas actually looks like in the real world. And he's he's a little pudgy. And mm-hmm. uh, but when he gets into the astral, when he gets on the astral plane, there was this idealized version of himself that has like an eight pack and his ribs yes. and all that stuff. And so and, and so so Fabio is is an artist. And so he spends a lot of time sitting in a chair drawn. And so he's not in the shape uh, mm-hmm. uh, that he once was. And so in the real world, Fabio draws himself. And then it's really funny to see Fabio draw a ripped, idealized version of himself. That mm-hmm. That's humorous. But sometimes and, and sometimes I'm like, hey, here's this character. She's a, um, you know, she's a this actress type. She's a Margot Robbie type. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and we get a blonde person who looks kind of like Mar- Margot Robbie. Sometimes it's it's it, it, sometimes he like really hits the nail on the head where yeah. um, in in the jump three. um if if you pick it up, uh, mm-hmm. uh, there is a there is a Jeffrey Wright character that is Jeffrey Wright. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, there is a Donald Glover character that is Donald Glover. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and 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 sometimes I have to be like, hey, change this a little bit. Um, yeah. Uh, some sometimes not so much. Um, but but they're there. Um, through all the books. I mean, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there was um in Suicide Jockeys. So so Davi drew, uh. He, he drew all of Suicide Jockeys and he drew the regular oh, covers. Yes. But um, particularly after Fabio was was nominated for the Ringo for Best Cover Artist, um, I had Fabio come in and do the and, and do the um, the uh, the variant covers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I always saw Denver, the main character, the protagonist yes. and, and, and Suicide Jockeys as a Bruce Willis type. And, and, oh. and, and yeah, and Davi very much drew a Bruce Willis type um yeah so, mm-hmm. so so he feels like and bruce willis was a great comparison because suicide jockeys is is told on on two planes there's the young guy and there's the old guy yes bruce willis was great because bruce willis went bald and so you can give him handsome uh boyish faced moonlighting bruce willis and you can yes. give him like more recent diehard uh sequel balding yes. Uh, uh, five o'clock shadow bruce willis and and, and and that was the dynamic we were looking for it was perfect um Fabio comes in to draw a uh, um, a, a a variant cover, um, and the, the the most popular variant cover uh, and the one that actually ended up on our trade paperback is uh-huh. it is a, an homage to the Roadhouse poster. Uh, yes, uh, with with Denver in it. I remember. Uh, yes, bringing things full circle there. You see, uh, but yeah, he fight, he he drew Bruce Willis. <laughs> 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 I, 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 on that cover and, and, and every once in a while I'll get like, Oh, Bruce Willis. <laughs> um, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. And I, th- I think people like it and, and it hits the nostalgia uh, uh, bone. Like I want it to. So, uh, so sometimes I'll let it go. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, besides Davi, do you want to give any other shout outs to um, your other members on the creative team? Like yeah, 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 yeah. Davi's great, and 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 you know, it's. I mean, this crew has been together for so long, and and mm-hmm. it's why you know you'll get a, um, you know, so so aberrant. Again, we won a Ringo. We were nominated for two others, and um, and the same team that that did that book, mm-hmm. um, the same, and it's the same team that did Suicide Jockeys with me. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done a couple other things too. Um, but uh, but yeah, so so Davi Leon Diaz is the artist. He's a, a Brazilian artist who's who's really talented and interesting. Uh, Juan Joko Triono is um, my my colorist and he colors mm-hmm. a lot of stuff for me. He is in Indonesia, um, a great fellow, and um, my my letterer who who letters everything I do. Uh, uh, another Ringo nominee. Uh, he was nominated for a Ringo for lettering for Banjax. Uh, his name is HDE, and he is a mm-hmm. uh, a, a, U, a UK chap, as it were, as he would call himself. 
um but yeah great great collaborators and uh and great people and um yeah in this in this uh um campaign we actually have a a cover from from fabio uh oh, okay. the, the 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 jump uh, uh banjax artist and uh and, and and that's colored by edson ferreira who is the who's the colorist on on both those books also so and and they were both nominated for ringos for their work on for uh yeah uh davi for cover work specifically so yeah. Rylan, I'm sorry. I'm gonna um because I'm I don't want to take up too much of your time. I'm just gonna ask. I'm gonna like wrap this up. Two more questions. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm gonna jump on to the writer's block. Any future guests that'll be coming that we should look out for coming in February and March? Yeah, well, well, that's good. We're we're actually, I mean, we're on a mini hiatus right now. Oh um, yeah. Uh, 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 so so I, I don't know. That's hard to say. I know that uh we're gonna have Alex Segura back on. Uh, oh yes. Uh, yeah, who I who I always love talking to, and um, and you know, Alex has done great comic work, but he's become a really prolific novelist uh, over the Secret last. Secret Identity, uh, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yes. yes, Secret Identity was really well received, and and I think he signed a, a big book deal, and and and, oh, yes. and 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 yeah, and we'll talk about that. Um, so yeah, and uh, you know, I will probably um when I'm. We talk a lot about Kickstarter on the show. We yes. are big. We are big mm-hmm. evangelists for for, mm-hmm. for the for for Kickstarter and for creators taking control mm-hmm. of, of everything. Um, and so that is, um, uh, you know, so so I think that yeah, maybe over the next month you're going to see a lot of people who are, you know, who are on Kickstarter now and just talking about their projects and talking about why yeah. they why they chose to go to Kickstarter as opposed to traditional publishing. Cause traditional publishing is, you know, we, you, you, you and I could do a whole conversation about yeah. what's happening in traditional publishing right now, yeah. how it's kind of imploding in a, in a weird way and, and, and what we're going to end up with afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but there are a lot of people on Kickstarter right now that are at the forefront of that. And they're going to be kind of writing the, the, the new, um, the new book on this stuff. And so we'll see some of those people. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know Avalonia and I just, um, we proposed uh, a, a lot of interesting panels for uh, WonderCon. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and so so you know we they're writers block panels. I mean we, we you know we, we have nice. our, we have our friends on and and, mm-hmm. and we film them and then those end up on uh, you know those end up on the show also. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. we'll be at WonderCon and you know we'll be causing a ruckus and and so yeah, uh, check it out. You know go uh, go to Apple Pods, go to wherever you get your ear crack mm-hmm. and and uh, and search uh, writers block. You know. Uh, uh, Avalone Grant mm-hmm. um and uh and yeah uh we we have a video element on YouTube if you're interested mm-hmm. in kind of watching it but uh but not necessary and like I said most of our audience is on Apple Pods so um mm-hmm. so um I mean the funny thing is I I said we 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 tend to you know slip into the the top 35 visual arts podcast we were last year I believe the number one visual arts podcast in Norway um which <laughs> which I just thought was was this very funny weird fact you know uh-huh. uh, and so we decided we're going to get uh big in Norway uh, t-shirts printed up, just wear them around. So, yeah. Anyway, so, you know, thank you, Norwegians. Yes. Uh, who, who knew? <laughs> Wonderful. Love you guys. They show and no up. One has, no one has invited you guys to a con in Norway, huh? I know. I know. What is going on? Yeah. yeah apparently, apparently we're these mini celebrities in Norway. So, um, so yeah, give me a call. Yeah. Um, yeah. Final question. Any closing words to our listeners? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I had a lot of, there's a lot of love and a lot of hard work, uh, that went into making these books. Yes. Um, you know, not just for me, but from the artists and, 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 and everyone else involved. 
um and uh you know they're good books um mm -hmm. uh, uh from top to bottom i mean you go all the way back to aberrant banjack suicide jockeys uh um uh the the jump um mm -hmm. and, now, and now the peacekeepers um there's something for everybody um yes. you know uh, uh good hard-hitting action stuff but also you know also a lot of love and and exploration of hate and community and um and uh and and real deal psychological you know maladies and all of that stuff um these books are about something yes um mm -hmm. i think too few books are really about something mm -hmm. uh yeah. and, mm -hmm. and, and and so um and so yeah come check them out uh go to uh go to kickstarter uh you know search uh search the peacekeepers um you can go to my uh my social media at Ryland grant and there'll be a link there and just come check out what we have um we are having a pretty interesting challenging very different uh comic party um and everyone's invited uh mm -hmm. so yeah come come be part of what's happening come check out the peacekeepers um you won't regret it rylan mahalo thank you in hawaii thank you for giving me another opportunity to interview thank you very much i wish you all the success with the peacekeepers kickstarter campaign if you are a new comic book reader or a lifelong comic book reader who loves uh, movie or TV shows like Fargo or comic book series like Criminal or, you know, um, Elmore Leonard novels. Please check out, you know, this Kickstarter campaign. The campaign, um, when this airs, is live and ends on Thursday, February 29th. I have read the first issues. I love it. I love the characters. I love the feeling of the sense of this small community town. It's 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 very good that i love the dialogue the dialogue flows very naturally um the pacing right i know i didn't get a chance to mention this. i love the pacing of the story how things are slowly revealed it, it's just great and ryan i am being serious listeners if you don't know what to get your friends or family members who love comic books like criminal or 100 books please consider backing this campaign and giving this as you know either as a birthday present or you know or like um or like when we were like kids we used to like share comics you know like oh my god you gotta check this out you know, you know please you know consider doing that i want to thank drew the coast of comics for fun and profit for putting this episode together drew thank you very much for all your hard work behind the scenes and if you are a new listener please check out new episodes of comics for fun and profit that comes out every saturday and i want to thank you the listeners thank you very much for your time thank you for listening to this episode until next time guys aloha check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the c4 fap links you could ever need all in one place you can provide feedback listen support share enjoy these we have our patreon there you can buy us a beer or a coffee you can check out our instagrams our twitters our facebooks check out our youtube page you can email us you can listen to our podcasts on patreon if you're a subscriber on apple podcasts spotify on podbean we have google podcasts on there we have an amazon wish list you want to buy kyle and i something fine 
You can do that here. We appreciate it. We have Kyle's RPG podcast listed on there, so you can check out his Dork Day Afternoon offerings. We have Cowabunga links, so you can check out the Cowabunga Deep Discount FOC and Pre-Order list. Get on that. That's RLCS, so you can check that out as well. And we want to just give you opportunities to say hi, to check out what we're doing, support us if you would like, or just listen. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fund profit for all the c4 fap links you could ever need in a world ravaged by war and chaos a group of survivors must band together to brave the dangers of a post-apocalyptic landscape the year is 2000 and the world has been plunged into darkness the nuclear fires have burned out leaving behind a wasteland of ruins and radiation but amidst the rubble and despair a glimmer of hope still remains Join Dork Day Afternoon as they face off against marauding gangs, enemy soldiers, and even the harsh elements themselves in the world of Twilight 2000. Will our heroes survive the challenges ahead? Can they keep their own humanity intact? Or will they succumb to the harsh realities of life after the end of the world? Two Past Midnight, an actual play podcast by Dork Day Afternoon.